0: Welcome, aka Patters. This is the 31 Days of Dread. We're talking frogs today, and if you like the 70s, if you like environmental horror, cautionary tales, death, murder, well, I don't know if an animal kills you. Is it murder? I I don't think so, but we have death. And we have the 31 Days of Dreaded. I am your host, Peter A. DeLuca, the pop culture pope, and this is the month of October where we do one horror movie a day for the entire month of October. Are you ready? Let's get through that intro and talk frogs. All right, everyone, before we get into something spooky, let me sell you something. Trial by Fire. It's my comic book available right now on Indiegogo. Link in the description, and I will see you on the printed page. Long days journey into night. I I I always find myself saying that phrase a couple times a day. Uh maybe like yeah, it's got a a few hundred times a month because sometimes I just I I say to myself all day, and what a journey to get this episode done. Because I it, it, th- this year, I've been ahead of Inktober. You can find out, aka Pad Six Nine, and that's where I do the Inktober prompts. And I'm combining that with horror movies, so it, it, it's it's just a lot of horror. But I'm I'm ahead on Inktober. I'm ahead on the Thirty One Days of Dread. But uh, this was like a blank spot, so it was it kind of got to the point where one night ago, last night, the thirteenth, I had to watch this movie. Uh, again, because I watched it like halfway through and it, it was kind of like uh yeah, you know, I, I remember same Elliott and this this is the exact type of um process I go through. I talk about this a lot where if you if you can't remember parts of a movie, not if you liked it or not, but parts and the flow of the movie and the rhythm of the movie, good or bad, okay, if you can't remember it, then you have to rewatch it. And I said that to myself. So I started it over, watched the movie, <laughs> and, you know, I wake up. Uh, I wake up between 5 and 7 every single day. Uh, I don't even need a alarm. So I was, I was up extra late because I'm on this comic book assignment. Uh, the deadline for that is tomorrow. So I wake up at 7, and I got plenty of time. I got plenty of time to record and release because I'm trying to do every episode by 9 o'clock a.m. I've done that all but three episodes so far. So <laughs> my workday just kicks up. Uh, it kicks up fiercely. And here is the crazy thing. Uh, Microsoft, right? We, we we can argue. We can argue. but But let me just say, probably one of the most reliable companies in, hum- in in human history is Microsoft with with their reach and the things that they have to handle truly amazing you know they they are like a NASA like company in my eyes so i i gained the work mode and now it's uh we're mid afternoon and i don't have any release yet and microsoft bugs out uh this this portal that i have to log into it's just chaos and it it's literally me sitting down refreshing endlessly until i can get something done so that's where we are <laughs> so we're talking frogs and look, what it, it, let, let me give you a little bit of additional peter a deluca pop culture pope uh insight into my process here i love watching and listening to a lot of these reviewers on YouTube. Mostly because <laughs> as soon as they say something, like uh, something about a movie, you know, some insightful tidbit, I stop, I pause, and I go to Wikipedia, and I see if it's on Wikipedia. And every single time... Okay, there's there's a couple exceptions, but you know, it, it just seems from my point of view, from my perspective, but every single time guess what kids boys and girls it's on wikipedia and it 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 boggles my mind because it's almost like what don't you know like what do you know i know what you don't know you can't always repeat wikipedia to me so here with this movie i i really after watching it i didn't want to do like any research outside of the director uh you know the director we don't have too much to talk about with him and we all know about same Elliot's career. So, like, again, we don't have to touch on that. But I go to the Wikipedia, and the Wikipedia has this review, this excerpt from this review. And it's essentially, it essentially says, uh, Frogs has murder. Like, has, I, I keep wanting to say murder. I don't know why I have murder on my mind. but But Frogs, every single death in the movie Frogs does not involve Frogs. It involves all of these other animals. And I, I I said to myself, I said, son of a gun. Like, I should have thought of that. I, sh- I should have made that connection. And I kind of uh, let that sit. You know, like I let that sit when I was uh, passing this movie over for somewhat a, a second time. While, while I was watching it, something occurred to me. So I go back to my youth. I remember seeing like the box art for this movie when, when I was a kid and it was always like, you know, like clearly that's just BS. That's just BS. And you might be like, okay, Pete, like, you know, you're you're a kid, but no, but, but by BS, I mean, I'll tell you what I mean i i'm essentially (laughs) i'm I'm just trying to gather my thoughts real quick like you you just know as a child that it's not going to um like live up it's not going to live up to the hype like there's no way frogs are going to murder people it's just not you can't cinematically do this you can't uh do it with money you can't do it inexpect uh inexpensively like you you're just lost like you have to uh you know like watch the movie and find out and that's that's what the box art invites so well it's like what are these frogs going to do and it entices you and it it begs you to watch it and you know watching this movie that was definitely a part of the fun in this movie so this movie starts the same exact way that um like, like I would predict. There's some environmental thing. Uh, our protagonist is going to be investigating something. He's somewhat of a loner. He's going to find a girl. And then everyone along the way is going to be against him. That's essentially the plot of this movie. So we have this like rich aristocrat guy dumping chemicals into uh, the river. So, you know, like pesticides, all these things. But here's the funny thing. And this, this is something, a sign of the times. Environmentalism, okay, was just emerging at this time. This movie's on top of a very new idea that we have to look after the environment. This movie was made roughly, I would say, 10 years before it hit the uh, lexicon, before it hit the zeitgeist. Meaning, I'll tell you what I mean. Every single cartoon, every single movie, everything was environmental something in the 80s. It, there was a full Save the Whales, Killer Bees, Ice Age coming. We're, oh, no, I'm sorry. This movie is 1972, not 1974. It Like, it, it, we're in the full swing of it. It, it. One of the biggest tropes of all of 80s entertainment is environmentalism and crazy evil corporations, every single corporation is out to get you, like, in a really seriously bad way, so this movie's roughly more than 10 years ahead of the curve, like, the current, and that struck me, because I'm watching this movie, and, you know, we have, look, Elliot, same Elliot, has some really good hero speeches, like, in this movie, he's got two of them, This movie is poorly directed when it comes to the acting and the action on camera. Now, it's a cheap movie, so we know what we're going to get with special effects. But if there was ever a movie that used uh, pet shop pets, like like creatures, animals, you can literally buy down the street from where you live use them in a narrative with a message with some hey <laughs> uh over over the top ish deaths or just deaths that are laughable but here's what that reviewer missed when he said that frogs doesn't kill any humans even though the movie's called frogs the frogs are used in this movie as like a um they're almost like a like a harbinger like, when you see frogs, uh, you know something environmental is going to happen against these people. Because, you know, like, it's it's a swamp. And they're used in a way to warn us that this person's in danger. You know, to anticipate it. To get ready. On that notion, it's masterful. I mean, perfectly well done wonderfully illustrated, probably using stock footage or, you know, they probably spent a day getting footage of all of these animals like doing stuff and they just uh, shot the movie and it all happened in the editing bay. So with that, you know, with the idea that, that this aristocrat, Louisiana <laughs> swamp owner uh, poisoned the land so much that it's coming back to get him. Now, the theme here is a Swamp Thing theme. And it's nearly done better than it's ever been done. I'm just talking about the execution of the theme. See, this is why it's important for you to listen to this podcast. Because we we get into it all. We see it all. We analyze it all. No one's talking to you on this level about frogs. So... Swamp Thing, one of the best comic book reboot updates ever. The Alan Moore run goes into the Rick Beach run. Classic. The USA Swamp Thing television series, live action. Monster of the Week, but good. I'm pretty sure that that was four seasons. Swamp Thing, the animated series. Uh, 90s action figure boom uh, fest. You know, really cool toy line. And then we have two movies. Two these movies barely know what to do with the environment. Swamp Thing returns because it's more comic booky. Definitely hits uh, some of the environmental ideas a little bit easier because it can. And then we have the DC direct. New live action swamp thing animated uh live action series, second swamp thing live action series, and I'm pretty sure that's already that came and went, that's already canceled. I don't know if it got picked up again for HBO Max. I can't I can't follow all of the streaming updates. It's insane. Uh it's it's truly madness. It's worse than following the film studios. So we get this environmental message that's to me is perfectly clear. So It kind of everything always goes back to Frogs. Why is this movie called Frogs? (laughs) Because guess what? You have to sell the thing. You have to make it interesting. It has to entice you. So as the box art fascinated me when I was younger. And for me even choosing it. For day 14 of the 31 Days of Dread. Because I can put any movie in here. If I wanted to do a Swamp theme like a bog theme because our day 15 will be the bog if i wanted to do like some type of environmental theme for the 31 days of dread i can put swamp thing in this place there's other movies i can put in i put anaconda even though it's a jungle but still like you know I, i can put i i can come up with this theme and it's very easy to put two other movies together I felt like I was doing myself a service by watching this movie because it did stick with me since I was younger. And now it's over. <laughs> the fascination, the curiosity of this movie is over. I can move on with my life. And that's a lot of what the 31 Days of Dread are all about. This movie is available right now on Amazon Prime. I beg you to watch it and understand no frog kills any human in this movie, but the frogs are carrying death. So there you go. Everyone, 31 Days of Dread, de DeLuca, I love you. Go out there. Create something for me. Get obsessed with something. Rock and roll and let's go. Quick announcement quick announcement so this episode is dedicated to my father R.I.P. Tony DeLuca Tony Ironfeet we love you and we miss you every single day